Hello and welcome back to Blue Skies and Green Pastures. I hope everyone had a great weekend. We had a really nice time on Easter. We went to church and it was sort of a Easter miracle that we got up early and not only did my husband and I go, but three of my sons went with us. So I was a happy mama on Easter. Today, I want to talk a little bit about use it or lose it, and specifically about social skills, because this Easter kind of pointed out to me that the lockdown, as well as some other things, are having an effect on that. But first, a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So, use it or lose it. What am I talking about? Well, I'm talking about the fact that people don't even want to get together like they used to. And social skills are something that if you don't use them, they get rusty. And I've seen other people mention this before, but I haven't ever really talked about it with anyone. But the fact is, we have been not only locked down literally for a year, but even before that, people were getting so addicted to their phones, they quit talking. And it's actually, you know, it's it may even be too late for some of the younger generation. But we adults, we older folks, boomers, or whatever you want to call us. I was born in 1964, so I don't know what I am. But... If we don't keep the social scene going that I'm going to describe in just a minute, it it could definitely go the way of the dinosaur. And what is the social scene that I'm talking about? I'm talking about people sitting down and having a fellowship together, like conversation, eating a meal, a leisurely meal together, just hanging out. Uh, enjoying each other's company and and actually looking forward to doing that, not sitting there thinking about when can I leave or I I wish I could look at my phone. Um, I've noticed that even I who am aware of that problem, I feel that urge and the thing is the phone is an actual addiction. The use of the phone, um, it creates uh, neural pathways in your brain. It creates a response that is similar to like smoking or eating sugar or uh, other like instant um, 
gratification, things that we do when we want to feel good. Uh, it just gives us that little, uh, <clears throat> that little peppy feeling, that happy feeling. Um, I'm trying to think of the word, um, a hit. It gives you a hit, you know, like a heroin addict. And yeah, you, you might think that's a bit of an exaggeration, but just try leaving your phone at home and then getting, you know, 30 minutes down the road. And how do you feel? You start to feel panicky. Like, how are you going to, oh, what am I going to do? I don't have my phone. Like the other day, um, I was standing in line at Walmart and I, and I, there was a couple people ahead of me with baskets full of groceries. So I knew I had, you know, five minutes or so to kill. And I automatically took out my phone and started scrolling and texting with a friend on Messenger. And then suddenly the phone died. The battery died. And I was literally like, what? What do I do with myself? I don't have a phone to look at. What do I do? So I started just like looking around at the magazines on the rack and, and you know, thinking about how, thinking about the way I was feeling like, wow, I can't believe I feel so weird not being able to look at my phone in line. So it just really stuck out to me that <clears throat> we are developing these phone habits where our minds don't like being unoccupied. So, and and it's just like smoking. If you're at work, you look forward to that smoke break. Well, not too many people smoke anymore, but everyone takes phone breaks. And so, you know, if, if that doesn't apply to you, then good for you. Don't, you know, don't start now because the phone is definitely an addiction. The use of the phone, the scrolling, the looking at apps, the commenting or just reading other people's posts, it, it, it's, actually, it's definitely something going on in the brain that the brain likes and the brain wants more of. And if you don't do it, then you start jonesing for it, which means you start feeling like uh, a little uncomfortable, a little antsy, like something's missing, you don't feel content. And that's because your brain is wanting that hit, that dopamine hit. That's the word I was looking for. Um, it's, it's a literal pleasure um, endorphin in your brain that you get from scrolling on the phone. And I guarantee you, the person who invented the phone knew what they were doing. The smartphone and all these apps... They knew that they were addictive, just like they knew that t tobacco and uh, nicotine is addictive, sugar, and highly processed sugar, uh, corn syrup is addictive, because they know that it hits that same part of our brain that opium, heroin, cocaine, and, and other uh, drugs like that affect. Thankfully, most of us are not drug addicts, and, you know, being addicted to your phone is preferable to that. However, I'm afraid that if we if we don't become more aware and some people are already aware of it and they're using, you know, different apps to count how many hours a day they spend scrolling and they 
pride themselves when they do a good job. And just the fact that you need an app like that to control this habit, that's a pretty good sign that it's an addiction. So I'm I'm just afraid that if more people don't become aware and use whatever techniques they need to to cut back uh we're we're really going to change our brains permanently and we are going to forget as a society as us older folks die off the young people are not even going to know how to live without that dopamine hit and that scrolling i mean I could be wrong. Maybe something new will come up. People are always finding new addictions, trends, fads, things to keep them busy. But this one, I don't know. It just seems different. And the fact that technology is like a monster that just grows bigger and bigger, I don't really think they're going away. In fact, I think they're going to get even more invasive to the point where they're probably going to be connected to our brains at some point. Um, we're not there yet, but, you know, maybe we can prevent that. Like, let's, uh, let's become more aware of how phone addiction is preventing us from having relationships, real conversations. I mean, I'm finding that not only is the phone a problem, but the cancel culture and the insanity of being so offended when someone else disagrees with you and not even be able to have a discussion about anything that matters so that we're forced to just stay on these superficial topics that, you know, yeah, sometimes you want to talk about superficial things like uh, the weather, food, you know, fashion, TV shows, things like that. But, you know, there's a lot more to life than that. And you, when you're in a close relationship, you you should be talking about your dreams, your fears, your, your you know, your hopes, your f- just goals in life and, and, other people should be listening to you. And that's another thing that I think is going by the wayside. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people will agree with me is that nobody listens anymore. Because everyone's brain is, we, we are, we're, um, our brain is developing a short attention span. And so you're trying to have a conversation with someone and you find yourself thinking about something else. It's like we are literally unable to pay attention to someone having a conversation with us. Unless it's, and and even like if someone sends you a text, people just don't even always respond to it. They, they They have switched over to giving all their attention, which I've seen that word talked about a lot. They're giving their attention to technology and people inside their phone more than they are to the people, the real people in their presence. And 
I don't know, I find that terrifying myself and also very sad. Um, not only is it going to affect the the generation like that is currently looking for partners, mates, um, husbands and wives, you know, it's going to affect their children because these people are having trouble finding finding long-term relationships, you know, someone to marry because our social skills and our communication has been so uh, weakened by technology and other reasons as well. Uh, the, the fact that people are so judgmental and um, just really mentally dysfunctional and a lot of it is due to social media and technology. So finding someone who is healthy and ready to be in a committed relationship that is that involves um, caring about the other person's well-being, which means listening to them and helping them and being there for them, those things are those things are weakening because caring about other people is essential to social skills and spending time with other people. If so what I'm saying is looking at the fact that people don't want to get together anymore. I mean, yes, there's still some people out there that enjoy social gatherings, but I'm just seeing way too many people that they would just rather stay home and watch TV, watch Netflix, uh, HBO, whatever, or scroll their phone, or have a conversation with someone through a device, through their computer or their phone, instead of being in the same room with that person. Now, I'm, I know some people don't like to hear this, but that is not the same. Being in the same room with someone is different. You, you respond to people on a screen differently than you do. Even if it's a Zoom call or a FaceTime or whatever, there is still a screen between you. And you can just hit that, that off button anytime you want. If someone is in the room with you, it's a very different experience. And I think I've made my point, but I just really hope that everyone that hears this will think about it and maybe, you know, ask yourself where you're at as in this uh, category. Are you someone who is, you know, making sure to spend time in the presence of real people? And even if right now you live somewhere where you're locked down, are you, you know, are you doing everything you can to not lose your your love? Because that's what it's all about is love. We have to we can't let our love grow cold. And you know, that's why I hate the lockdown so much is I just see how that is causing people to stop caring about other people. And of course, last year was just so awful with all the social media, so much hate, so much 
vitriol expressed online. And I, I know that people would not be saying those things if they were in the same room with those people. They would not be talking like that. And they would, you know, they would be more willing to have an actual discussion. But I'm afraid that the longer we stay away from each other, the less likely we're going to be able to know how to react when some, when situations come up where we need to express forgiveness or patience or just be able to listen, fully listen and be there for another person. So maybe as a, I don't know, a little challenge to yourself, see if you can leave your phone at home and go grocery shopping without it. You know, I'm going to do that. Next time I go to Walmart, I'm going to leave my phone at home and I'm just going to try to be fully in the moment for the next few hours of my trip to town and not not think about is somebody texting me is somebody messaging me it can wait till I get home and that way I can be fully in the moment I can look around I cannot be inside my head because I think what we're talking about here is that people are starting to live a virtual reality and that that's not going to end up good People are literally not going to know the difference between what's real and what isn't. So get your head and your thoughts and your eyes off of a device and look at other people. Look in, the, look in their eyes. Talk to them. How are you doing today? And then listen. And then, you know, spend some time just enjoying life with another person with no technology. And because, you know, technology is great, but it has to, we need, we can't let it control us. And I see that happening. So anyway, um, I'm going to play a song at the end here and uh, that my husband played for me to put on my podcast. And I hope you enjoy it. And I hope you have a great day. God bless.